Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where Living Intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is The Perfect Balance, How to Make a Partnership Work. Founders Jontel Taffy and Imani Harris are millennial brand and PR strategists who have worked with a number of lifestyle, beauty, and entertainment brands. They have assisted emerging and established brands with positioning to better target millennial consumers. Hello, Imani and Jontel, and thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I am good. I'm super happy to have both of you here today. And I think this topic is very important because I have talked to a numerous amount of people who want to go into business with a friend or family member, but are scared that it may damage the relationship. Mm. Okay. So we're going to get right into it. First things first, can you tell us a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship and how you got started collectively with Nuvarish? PR. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll definitely start it out. So, Nuvarish Consulting, we actually recently made a change. You know, businesses were always evolving. Oh, yes. yes. I love it. I love yes. it. To be a full service marketing agency that it. doesn't just specialize in public relations. relations so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Nuvarish Consulting, I actually met Imani at my, our, both of our alma maters, Georgia Southern University. Hello. Yes. Uh, we actually met in public relations class. We do both have degrees in PR. Okay. Um, and so I'm actually about what two years older than her. <laughs> uh, but so I was out of school for at least a year mm-hmm. before when Imani graduated and I was doing some freelance projects in the PR realm. And so gotcha. once Imani graduated, being the natural born entrepreneur she is, she <laughs> actually reached out to me and was like, John Tassi, you doing your thing, you know, what do you think about going into business together? I think that's dope. Yeah. And <laughs> for me, I was just flattered. Like somebody was able to really see what I was doing on the outside. I'm like, you know, I value you and I want to work right. with you. So right. I I took that very seriously and so we met um we met up in atlanta um if people don't know statesboro is about almost four hours south of atlanta and so when we got back to from graduating and she graduated back from school we met up we started with our plan and then we just kind of been evolving from there we are going on four years in business. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. yes. Um, in November of 2019, so this year. Wow, yes. And I kind of can't remember around the time because every time I see y'all's anniversary, we're like kind of right there together because uh-huh. I started mine as March 2015. Y'all uh-huh. were November 2015. Yes. So it's always like an anniversary around the an anniversary. We and I'm like, okay, we got to keep going. I Collab celebration right. or something. Yeah, because we're like, what, six months off from yeah. each other? Yeah, that's really dope. So, I mean, like, what made y'all consider a partnership starting out? Like, I know that you mentioned that um, Imani reached out to you, but, like, where did that come from or manifest for you? Okay, so I think and feel that when you 
kind of have that hustler mentality, right. that entrepreneurship mentality. You you have a mind where things are like everywhere. You want yeah. to do this, this, that. <laughs> right, right. So for me, I already knew I needed a partner, period. <laughs> right. Period. For everything I wanted to do, there's no way I can do everything by, by myself. Itself, so yeah. I do find that partnership is beneficial when you are looking to do multiple businesses, yeah. right? Yeah. They're all, there's always going to be something that you want to have your hands fully in, and mm. there, there are going to be things that you kind of want to have your right. hands in, different things you want to have your hands in. So that's kind of how... I came about the whole partnership gotcha. concept. I knew that I would need someone who I could see mm-hmm. as what I was looking for, which right. was Jensa at the time. Right. I was I wanted to do what she was doing. I saw what right. she was doing. I liked it. I appreciated it. Right. So I knew that this would be someone I could go into business with. We were not friends at the mm-hmm. time. We were more associates. I yeah. mean, I, I, knew her, I knew her in college. She graduated a year before me, mm-hmm. so that was a year span where we right. weren't really in class or anything like that. But our relationship grew through right. that. So I don't... We really can't speak on going into business with a friend or or John, a friend or a, you know family member, but I will say that it's better to kind of find those people in your network mm-hmm. that are doing the same thing as you, mm-hmm. that have the same beliefs mm-hmm. and morals as you mm-hmm. and values, and then you may be able to move forward in a partnership. Yeah, and I think that's very vulnerable of you to even look within yourself and say, okay, hey, I don't want to do a business completely by myself um, because a lot of people really don't, know that you're not strong in all areas so maybe you do need but people are greedy and a mindset so that's why I say to kind of be selfless and say okay we can work together and be better than to me do this by myself and it's like I'm not fully invested holistically in the project so I really respect that so I mean considering what you said can you like elaborate more on the part where you were stating not really going into a partnership with a friend, I guess, or a family member mm-hmm. associate, associate is what I'm trying to say. Well, going into a relationship with an associate versus a friend. Yeah. Like, do you think it kind of, the respect factor, the ba- it helped create like that yes. balance, yes. if you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like- it definitely helps you create the boundaries more easily. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to get. <laughs> the boundaries that yeah. you want with a family member or a friend already. Yeah. Okay. So then to put business on top of that, that's really going to kind of turn it a little sour. Gotcha. I think that obviously we still had a lot of um, kinks to iron out. Right. We had a lot to learn about each other. Right. But through that process, it was a lot easier because there weren't friend expectations in the beginning i didn't expect you to be my friend but i did want you to respect me as a human as a person as a business partner yeah 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 yeah. and i definitely want to speak to that i feel the way how we started our partnership i think that was extremely beneficial to the growth of our business and you know i'm glad that we really you know touched on that that we weren't friends in the Mm -hmm. beginning we knew of each other but we developed such a strong bond because number one and we always talk about this our overarching goal Mm -hmm. and what it always boils down to is our business right so no matter what the disagreement is it always comes back to what is the main goal what does this mean for our business so it really helps us move past a lot of other things because we're not letting our emotions get into the way right we're not letting our egos get into the way yeah. so it really helped us and if anything i feel like our friendship is so much stronger than it wow. could have ever been yeah. because, because we yeah. are in business but mm-hmm. i don't believe it would have been that way if it was any other, other way, way around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really dope. So you all, I know we're going to kind of transition away from that. Y'all are both like in business with businesses 
in top of businesses, on top of businesses. I'm just like, okay, these ladies are doing it. They're killing it. So how do you all hold down your separate brands and Overeach Consultant without it conflicting with your commitment to what you have built together? Okay. Um, well, first, for my personal brand, I started Sweetieville before Nuvarish Consulting, mm-hmm. and I started that actually during my senior year of college. So that was already moving mm-hmm. before we came together as one. So right. for me, I always knew that this wasn't going to be, you know, Sweetieville wasn't going to overshadow Nuvarish, and Nuvarish wouldn't overshadow right. Sweetieville because... I'm vested in both companies. So right. like for us, we we don't shy away from our businesses. It's not like when we're in corporate where you can't be working on right. other stuff while you're working on our stuff. Imani always finds a way to incorporate, you know, our other businesses with what we're doing, whether it's shared office spaces or whether, you know, we're getting photo shoots and maybe, you know, we'll make the decision together that, okay, okay we'll, we may use some of these photos for um, both of our other brands. Right, right. But again, it goes back to having, being on the same page with one another to know that our, when we're together, our main goal is our business together and right. anything other outside of that is not as important. Right. Yeah. 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 I think for me, I kind of will say for sure that definitely when we are bridging the gap between both of our businesses, since everything is kind of similar in yeah. a way, we're kind of in the same realm. Mm-hmm. And we both, like she said, have our degrees in public relations, mm-hmm. you know, went to a really great school, got a lot of experience mm-hmm. on the way. It makes it a lot easier to collaborate and to, I guess, just join a lot of things that we do together yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's just like, okay, we know we have to do marketing and PR for other clients mm-hmm. and we have to do it for ourselves. Right. So when it comes to our ourselves, meaning our own personal businesses, to make things easier, how can we collaborate? Right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? Since we already collaborate on everything else, yeah. How, how can we go ahead and collaborate? And then it just continues to grow. And I think that because everything is so genuine between us, it just will yeah. never stop growing. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I did want to add to the genuineness. Yeah. One thing that also helps us is transparency. That's mm-hmm. really important. So, like, we don't really hide anything as far as what business from each other. So she has something going on with Lash Allure. She lets me know mm-hmm. if I have some pop-up shop, whatever, with Sweetieville. We let each other know. So that way it's never like we have to go to other sources. And that's something from the beginning. We definitely wanted to establish that. It's, it's she and I. It's right. A partnership is just like any other relationship. Right. If I can't look at her and she can't look at me as the go-to source, then what do we have? So yeah. we really wanted to make sure that we're transparent in everything that right. we're doing. I love it. I love it. And if they're not getting anything from this, then I don't know where to get it from the process. So, but I mean, do y'all even just want to share what y'all individual brands are? I know this is about partnership, but I think people should know outside of that what you all do. So Okay. Well, um, so, Jean-Tel again. (laughs) Um, So, I am a, like, marketing and public relations professional. I have had a corporate marketing career for about five years now. Um, And then also, I do have Sweetieville. So, Sweetieville is my personal lifestyle brand. It's based on the premise that pretty doesn't mean bitchy. And so, I just wanted to create a, thank you, a digital space, a real space when we get to their brick and mortar, but a place where women can come to feel comfortable. But the the overarching goals for that brand is for 
for women to get to know themselves, grow themselves, and ultimately love themselves. I think we're inundated with a lot of images um, in the media are showing us really contrary to really Mm -hmm. getting to know you and being authentic to yourself. So from that, it started out as a lifestyle blog. We've evolved into an online boutique as well, and just hopefully the the overarching goal for that is to have actual experience spaces where consumers can come and really experience the lifestyle. I love it. I love it. Yes, and this is Imani. So kind of, like I said, a lot of our things uh, mesh well together. I have a beauty brand. It's called It's Alluring Beauty. It focuses strictly on facial beauty. So everything mm-hmm. about the face mm-hmm. we're worried about and we want women and we're stressing for women across the globe to just focus on healthy skin yes. and really taking care of your face. We have one face. We love pictures. <laughs> yes. Can't yes. plastic surgery to death until you die, right? So right. how can we take care of it now, especially when we're really youthful? And even yeah. if you're not, like, what can we do? So that's It's Alluring Beauty. I love it. I love it. So that is their individual brand, guys, aside from their collective brand, Nouveau Consulting I still call it PR, but hey, they're evolving and they're doing dope things. So if you don't follow them, follow them. However, because I tell you money all the time, I'm like, y'all's content, dog. She does. You <laughs> like, say that. You do say that. I say it every time. Every I time probably, I see it. Yeah, yeah every time that. I see her, I'm like, that content, dog, keep doing it. Like, but outside of that, mm-hmm. so let's just dive right into what most people are probably here for. How do you really make it work? I know you all talked about, of course, respecting each other and, Mm -hmm. you know, being transparent. But what about those moments where it's like, okay, we have to make this work? Like, Mm -hmm. what is like your resolution for it? Well, so definitely in the beginning, as Imani spoke on, is that we really had to get to know each other. I think that was really one of the main things. And we're continuing as as human beings, we're always evolving just like our business. So it's a continuing process. But on top of really being committed to getting to know each other, it was about really, I think, with Imani for sure is the respect factor. Yeah. One thing that I will always, you know, really give you your props on is that she's always established a certain <laughs> level of respect. Yeah. You will address her a certain way. You will talk to her in a certain way. And it wasn't rude. It wasn't mean, but she knew exactly what yeah. she wanted and how she deserves yeah. to be treated. So I think for me, you know, that was, that was yeah, important that for laying is. the groundwork of our relationship because I knew early on, I couldn't really talk to her how I would normally talk to other people. She was not going to have it. So, you know, with that, that that really helped us establish, like, who we are. And, again, um, getting to know each other. But, really, what helps us every time, and, and, you know, I've already said it, is our business. That means more to us than... A, a fight you right. know what I'm saying or a disagreement or something and we've just been able to come back and talk about it communication is so important so when we have something it, we first we had to figure out what was the best ways to communicate right. you know we we had to get over the humps of you know for me and my personality I'm fiery I like to talk right then and there right. Imani was a lot more you know I would say calm about it because she understood that right. her, her fiery is different from mine you know know, she and so that was something that I learned from her that okay well maybe not all the time deserves an immediate response right right but I think it's about the individual too because Mm -hmm. if you aren't going to be able to 
think outside of yourself or think about the bigger picture I don't think any partnership will work with anybody Um, I think we're just two professional individuals that were like if we're going to do business Mm -hmm. let's do it and let's do it right 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 Right. Um, just to piggyback off that I think especially for her saying us being professionals I'm extremely professional in a setting where business is involved especially when funds are being transferred we have all these transactions going on nothing matters but the end goal and what the result should be right right so when you're in a partnership and you know you feel like it's not working that's your sign to go right you know I never felt at any time where I was with Jontel where it was like this will absolutely not work let's cut all ties to business because even if you felt that a little bit when you think about cutting the ties to business it just circles you back to the end goal right you know what I mean so I feel like if you don't have that foundation foundation already with someone then that's just going to go to shambles right so another thing that can help and that I feel like helps with our relationship in any relationship in business is for both people to be not only open to the other person but open to criticism about yourself Uh, you have to be willing to self-reflect and be able to self-reflect because Mm -hmm. if the other person is telling you something that's irritating them or that's bothering them and you are not able to try and change that or adjust Mm -hmm. To help them feel more comfortable in the situation, it's just not going to work as a partnership. I yeah. think the key thing to think about when it comes to partnership, guys, and I really hope you're listening to this part, is to think collaboration and to think communication and to really, really think that me and this person are, are married with our money. Yes. We're married with our money, so how can I make this relationship right. work? So that's what you consistently have to think. How can I sacrifice mm-hmm. for the other person to feel comfortable? Right. And if both people are comfortable, business will continue to flow. When you have those challenges, you're not yeah. crumbling. Your foundation is strong because right. you trust each other and you know that you guys will get through it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So anything else you wanted to add? Or you? I love the trust factor. That's so big. <laughs> yeah. Trust has to be there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, so um, like, what tools and tactics would you give someone who is considering going into business with someone? Like, mm-hmm. w- is there like a screening they should do? Because I, even for myself, I had a partnership, and just being transparent, it did not work. Right, um, right, she's right. my best friend, love her to death still to this day. Mm-hmm. She's probably gonna hate me after this podcast, but it did not Hopefully work. Not. <laughs> I mean, she's not. She's yeah. gonna get over it, but. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, this is an honest show. And I think our biggest thing was we trusted, we relied too much on the friendship Mm -hmm. to be our saving grace for the partnership and not really understand people's strong areas and their commitment to certain things. So, I mean, like, what kind of tools could you give someone who's Mm -hmm. thinking about, because clearly I can't. It failed. (laughs) So, but I can't, like, you know. Yeah. What should they do? So I can kind of touch on it because I saw out John Tell, right? right? So some of the things that you look for and, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying to find that partner that is going to be the best person for you. I looked for someone who was similar to me. Yes. I look for someone who had similar values and beliefs as me. Yes. And I also look for someone with a similar or greater worth ethic than me, yeah. right? I want the person who's working with me to always work as hard or harder than me yeah that's always going to push me yeah you know what I mean and yeah. I feel like a lot of times when people do go into partnerships and they create these spaces that they want to be in with people to do business yeah they're not looking at who that person is as a business person yeah. a lot of people go into business with people who are not business people and they're yeah. not business minded themselves so yeah. then you just have two or three or how many ever <laughs> non-business minded people yeah and that's how things kind of 
crumble. So yeah. if I'm not business minded, you have to be honest with yourself about that. Mm-hmm. So guys, if you're if you're not business minded, you have to find someone who right. is business minded, who who has those strengths that you mm-hmm. lack. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know that about yourself, then again, you won't have yeah. even the start to what you're yeah. looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I agree because I did read a quote. It was just like, just because you have a great idea doesn't mean that you're supposed to be the one who actually put that idea, right. like run that idea. Because, right. um, I mean, we can look at a lot of businesses around us and we're like, oh, my God, like, who's in charge of this? Because it's like you had a great dope idea, but it did not flourish as big as it could because mm-hmm. of who was in charge. Exactly. So That's it. it sounds I, like y'all are yeah. like the perfect couple. Well, we <laughs> to the perfect couple. Uh, I do want to add to yeah. that part. So it's definitely not a um, tool or specific, you know, list or something. But I mm-hmm. do believe that, and I keep talking about evolution in our relationship because mm-hmm. from the, in the beginning we didn't do a analysis of right. strengths and weaknesses for mm-hmm. both of our businesses or both of us in business. But what we did as we were in business, we did eventually get to that. So what gotcha. I would definitely recommend for anyone that wants to start a business, you know, adding on to what Imani said is that first conversation is mm-hmm. let's do the analysis of what is your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you, what do you feel like your areas of improvement? What do you want to gain from this? Right. Just really being able so you're establishing from the beginning that you guys are on the same page. And so for us, our roles are continuing to evolve. Right. Um, but we know, again, that we have the basis. And that's really what matters for yeah. us. Yeah, I think that is super dope. So, um what adversities have you all had to come overcome like while working together um we've had to overcome i definitely believe the the main first one was two strong women personalities you know alpha females mm. we definitely do our way you know we handle things differently but right. if when we talk about the overarching similarities is that we're both strong right so for us it's about really you know you got to acknowledge that yes we're both strong but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't do business together right uh so it's it's about being selfless and being taking yourself out of it and so that was the first thing especially for me was like okay well I understand that we're both strong but if we're gonna make this work we gotta be able to work good Good together together. yeah I would definitely say uh, for me it was definitely all personal like everything um like y'all mentioned before I do like demand a certain amount of respect and just like and that's with anyone like even my mother (laughs) so it's not it's just how like God made me (laughs) and like (laughs) okay guys we're only laughing because we all know each other so it's very like to see someone yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah so I think what I had to overcome was really understanding that everything wasn't a personal attack right <laughs> like just because someone acts a certain way and i may not like it right in the moment of whatever's going on i can't shut that person out <laughs> <and> down <laughs> like you no longer exist you're my business partner so we have to come to yeah. terms with that and right. i have to see that that affected Jontel. like she's confused and i'm just like you got an attitude, so I don't, you know, and right. you have to just be able to step back and really learn about yourself and say, so what? She got an attitude. That was what she was feeling in the moment. Right. Let's talk right. about it. And and really, 10 times out of 10, if Jontel really feels, you know, she was in the wrong, she will apologize. Yeah. 
and and tell me it's not coming that's from that big. space. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's huge yeah. on her part. You know, so then it's like, well, how can I even be mad at someone who is not even trying to do this? Yeah, and you I commend I mean? you, John Tell, because I'm like a person who like mm-hmm. <laughs> I really had to do something real bad to apologize. Yeah, well, I definitely knew with this relationship that I couldn't be that way right. because it wouldn't it wouldn't get anywhere. It wouldn't because we would both could be like that, and yeah. so yeah. that's I keep going back to evolution because <laughs> on a personal level and yeah. just such a business level, it's yeah. made us grow yes. and evolve because not only and I always say that to you Imani is like you, we are all different and yeah. so if anything with this relationship and if you guys care about signs and mm-hmm. all of that we are polar opposite yeah. she is Aquarius like and I'm a Taurus oh, we, don't, wow. we don't even sit compatible <laughs> right but <laughs> again don't we, we don't sit compatibly but again <laughs> because our goals about being professionals and making this right. money and being great it at trumps. what we do trumps it all yeah it doesn't matter about that and yeah. that's how we would be able to get over whatever we're, we're whatever the issue is and then that's how we're able to be friends because i'm like dang no matter what i respect this girl and the same thing yeah because it's like we could be you know in whatever feeling whatever type of way but again it goes back to what's important to us yeah yeah, and I you don't meet a lot of people like that. I was gonna say because I'm Nene Leaks, baby. I said what I said. <laughs> that is me. I'm like, uh-uh, I, I don't care. Right, right. That's probably why yeah. I got on business. And, I, and I'm gonna say though, it can hinder you. Yeah, I mean, can. really understanding that, being that type of way, not being able to yeah. apologize, really not being able to be the bigger person, yeah. it will stall you in life. Yes. Not only yeah. will it stall you in business, but in life, you will not get as far as you yeah. could have woulda shoulda if you cannot yeah. accept yeah. your wrongs mm-hmm. admit your fault we yeah. all are wrong sometimes yeah. and, it, and it does hinder relationship yeah. it damages oh, relationships yes. Oh, yes. so I mean you know like yeah. I said I'm working guys I'm, <laughs> I'm in this process of you know getting I apologize off my tongue but you know <laughs> if, it's, if, it's any if it's a business I was gonna say if it's a business you know I'm a little bit more professional yeah. I'm like I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> but, but you know like it's kind of like Right, yeah, right. Um, but yeah. friends, it'd be like, I know that's different. But I, I will say, <laughs> yeah. uh, apologize to me is a lot easier than I'm sorry. Yeah, apologize is just more polished and professional. I yeah. can say I apologize, you know, and it's yeah. not really sometimes too accepting fault. It's just like I apologize that you, you feel, feel that, that way. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's dope. I love this, guys. So, I mean, like, what advice would you give someone who is, like, starting an agency? Like, we've gotten past the partnership, you know, they're in this phase where it's like, okay, I found my partner, I found, you know, my business bestie, whatever. Now it's time to get started. Mm -hmm. What are, like, things that you wish someone would have told you that could have been avoided? Like, in your journey. And I feel like it's a two-part question. It is a two-part. Um... Well, two things, and then I know Imani has some yeah. stuff. One thing we found out with, like, forming our LLC and stuff, initially we paid someone to do it, waste of money. That was right. number one. We, now we do it all the time. We help other people. We send them the link. So, guys, you can do your own LLC. You can do, you can register your business in whatever state that you're on. You just, you know, for Georgia, you go to georgia.gov, and right. they have all that stuff there. And then for us, well, you know, for me personally with starting our business, you know, I'm really big about the big 
picture. Yeah. So I wanted to establish first what were we going to specialize in. Yeah. And again, like how you even pointed out, with first we were just a public relations agency, but then we started seeing that you know, and anybody that really uh, studies marketing knows that public relations is just a part of the marketing, marketing is yeah. underneath the umbrella. So we just started seeing that a lot of businesses, because we specialize in emerging and new brands, they're not even there yet to to, to need mm-hmm. PR, to need press. You right. need to take it back. And so it was actually Imani that introduced that. You know, she already saw from the beginning that marketing was probably going to be yeah. where we landed in. Yeah. But then it just started evolving that a lot of businesses but we would take it back. We're like, okay, well, maybe they need branding. Right. But then it's like, no, do you have a marketing strategy? Do you have, you know, Mm -hmm. like, do you even have all this, the the groundwork laid? And we didn't really see that. So setting up the, the marketing and the branding, but then for a lot of clients, they also... They just want more people or more eyes on their work, which is really what marketing is. Right. And so we were giving them more opportunities for people to discover them mm-hmm. and strategies that really help with driving numbers to their bottom line. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I mean, what about anything for you? Or I would just say um, one thing to really think about when starting your agency business, just whatever it is, always consider your bottom line costs mm-hmm. and just just really think about that yeah um don't get this office space until you need yeah. it yeah because we yes. did that and we you know had we're stuck in a year contract mm-hmm. and we were paying for monthly for office we went to one time yeah seriously seriously, seriously. swear we're in a shared seriously. office space so definitely just don't think that the office don't think that the tangible things right are gonna be what yeah. Put, Put you in business. business. Yeah, that <laughs> no, no, propels no, no, no. you forward. That's just a nice polished look. Yeah. You don't even need that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, start with building your clientele, building your foundation. Yeah. Building your foundation. Building your foundation. <laughs> All right. Notice I said that three times. Yeah. And everything else will kind of fall yeah. in place. And I'm glad that you said that because... Like, well, we've been in business four years, mm-hmm. you know, and I just got an office space last year, well, this year, right, right, in April, and I don't think a lot of people, they do it for Instagram, they do it for other people, but it's like, y'all, like, if you need to be able to upkeep yeah. your business. It needs to still function, and it and it can't function if you're always constantly trying to figure out how you're going to pay something. Yes. Yeah. Um so it's kind of one of those things. I'm really glad that y'all were transparent on that because I don't know where people got like this stigma or idea that, you know, in order for you to be a real business, you need like all of these different things. And it's like, no, you just need a formal place to meet your clients mm-hmm. that they feel comfortable in. They don't need to come to your house. You don't need to go to theirs. Mm-hmm. Meet at Starbucks, meet at a co-working yeah. space. They don't know... If you if you have an office upstairs or downstairs, you're meeting them in the lobby anyway. So I think that's very mm-hmm. transparent and big of y'all to even say that because people yeah. go out here, start a business, want to immediately get office space, yes. and it's like or a, yeah. a storefront, mm-hmm. storefront, and it's not. I do want to add to that one thing that you just said, Tayani, about um, you know really showing or what really businesses really you know. You should be having income coming in. Yeah. That's the main goal. It's not about what all that stuff, you know, the glitz yeah. and the glamour. If you don't have money coming in, you're yeah. not you're not doing business. Yeah. You're, right. and you're not doing business. You're spending money. You're spending right. money. You're not yeah. it's a hobby. Business. Thank you. You know, yeah. you're you're investing in yourself. I don't know. But so but another thing <laughs> I wanted to point oh, out. We're is, not being too harsh. Okay. 
mean, I'm just saying though. But another thing, what Imani said about our overhead costs, and I just really appreciate about Imani. And that's another thing when we talk about yeah. strengths and weaknesses. I'm whimsical. I am like the I'm the more the meeting person. Like you know, I do the more business development. <laughs> yeah. She is the what's on paper. What what really the order the you know so. What the I money, want to, the business the, part, the, 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 yeah, um, definitely the operations. That's where she yeah. comes in at. But what I want to point out is that let's you know make this very clear that we have not had to spend any of our personal money from yeah. the startup of our business. Besides, you know, getting our um, LLC, but I think that was we after. Yeah. we have not had to spend our money. That was yeah. after we had money coming in from our clients, and of course, what that meant for us is. We didn't necessarily pay ourselves a salary exactly, and we still, yeah. we just now, you know, it's a very small salary. And another thing we pay our people, if you want good work, you have to pay for it, yeah. you know? So that's what we never, because we both come from corporate backgrounds. We understand that, yeah. you know, money talks, whether it's small, but I respect you. I respect your work. work I respect yeah, your, your time. time. Yeah. I'm going to compensate you for it, whether yeah. it's small or not. We value that. So that was one thing that we've always, Always, and you you hear a lot of people like you know you don't have to just jump right into your business it's totally fine to have your nine to five while you're working on yes. your business yeah so yes. you can actually save and so when you do take the leap of faith you're not worrying about how you're going to pay for Hello. your rent and yeah. all that other stuff while the money is coming in you already have that that yeah. plan so for us I, i'm very proud of us that we've never had to spend any of our money in four years like if we wanted to that's whatever but we kept our business in a way that any expense that was associated to our business was covered yeah that's how we did it and so now we're in a position and profit is not until you actually you know cover all your overhead so when you've paid all your your employees when you paid your rent Mm -hmm. all that stuff that's when you start to see profit so we're now in a position where okay we're starting to see profit but again that's four years in exactly yeah so imagine if we quit and wasn't doing anything and we're like starving because we're just now seeing profit. profit. Yeah. Because everything else, you know, we have money coming in, you know, thousands, but it's not our money because us covering covered, right? whatever we're doing. Right. Yeah. We yeah. and you know, just to kinda touch that, we definitely can say that we've only had to really reach out to different people for sources, resources, mm-hmm. never funds. Yeah. Gotcha. So I definitely want to say that on this podcast today that resources is a way to go. Right. We don't have the funds. Right. We, we just to say we never use our funds. We built our clientele. Let's say you're not able to at, in the beginning, that's right. okay. Resources. Yeah. Resources. Never yeah. give up because of not having the money. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can still make mm-hmm. it happen. Yeah. yeah. Business credit cards, we got we got um very educated on what it meant for our credit. You know, that's another mm-hmm. thing I'm sure you always touch on credit but your personal credit is going to affect your business Mm -hmm. credit so that was important for us so stuff like that you know really figuring out what could be there for us to kind of help us in our journey yeah yeah and I think that's really that's really dope guys because a lot of people I, I can't stress this years thing because I don't know like where people are getting like this one year I'm gonna yeah. see all of this profit and very may well like you might have a season where God is on your side and he's like <laughs> I got you, got you, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but but it's like one of them things where it's like, 
people have to understand. And that's why it was so important for me to ask this question. Like, what advice would you give someone? Because uh, it's too much noise out here on social media mm-hmm. um, that's telling people to do this. And if you don't have this, and if you're not doing this, and if you... You're not this. And it's like, okay, from a business that is really structured and is working and is being profitable, what does that look like and how does that start? Like, So I definitely thank y'all for answering that question because I just want people to understand like they can do it. Mm -hmm. But you have to put the time. You have to put the work. And then, again, you have to be resourceful. Like, you can't be lazy. You can't go out here and just be like, well, it's not working. Well, why is it not working? What am I not doing? Like you said, self-reflection. You know, going back into self and saying, hey, am I spending too much time scrolling on Instagram? You know, am I spending too much time booed up? Am I spending too much time? Am I supposed to be doing this? Yes. And, And these are things that you have to consider when you say things are not working because... We're in an age where it's too many resources out here. Like, even my graphics in the beginning, and I still use Fiverr. Mm -hmm. You know, get on Fiverr, find somebody who's (laughs) real good and dope and $5, $10. Like, but that's me versus paying someone $50 for a flyer and I'm just as satisfied with the $5 flyer. Mm -hmm. So it's like understanding, like, Use be resourceful. Extra cousin, do your own hair. Say yeah, you know, like yeah. these are the things that you have no to serious, cut out. No, like even me and Imani was talking. Like one time, I stopped going to the nail salon. Like it was like, okay, no more acrylics. Do your own toes. Mm-hmm. Do you like? But these are things that this is being resourceful. It's not always going out and asking people for something. But what can you do to cut back on your own? Mm-hmm expenses to propel you forward to invest in yourself but that's for another topic because yeah. yeah. they ain't ready <laughs> i did just want mm-hmm. to touch on something really quickly with the part of you know because a lot of we are inundated with a lot of messages if you don't have this whatever. right but the main thing is is just starting yeah really making the commitment and making the decision that you're gonna start and mm-hmm. as long as you're committed to the goal things are gonna start to fall into place and just like imani said too shoot after a while if it is not working for real and you're doing your self-reflection it may need to be the question asked am i really supposed to be doing, doing this yeah i do feel like a lot of people fall into things because they think it's profitable and not because they want to do it yeah mm-hmm. so that's just like having that corporate job you hate yes yeah. but you think it's giving you money but now it's a little harder because now you're not seeing the entrepreneurial side that you want yeah. the investments the profit mm-hmm. all that you're just like flopping yeah sis you're selling hair and yeah. you don't want to do that no you don't even want to ship these people packages <laughs> you, you don't even wear hair and you get and you get natural and you get mad when they ask you what my package at and you frustrated with them because you exactly. don't understand why they want their hair on exactly time. <laughs> but if you wore it you wouldn't she need her hair tomorrow exactly you get what i'm saying so, yeah yeah, so, yeah. Y'all, we got to do a part two. <laughs> right? <laughs> this conversation can get real deep. Yeah. So, I mean, in a positive way, how has the partnership been a success for you all? Like, has it, like, brought out some other uh, traits in you all that you yes, all, like, yes. have been yes, able to? Yes. I will. I got to start because I just want to <laughs> say that I am so blessed and highly favored by the God that I serve. Amen. Okay. Okay. Bless me with don't tell of my life to be someone I am the oldest out of my two siblings. Right. So there is no one that checks me. There right. is no one that <laughs> lets me know. Or that you allow <laughs> to check you. 
that I'm tripping, you know? <laughs> so to have someone so close to me right. and to know me personally, um, I'm, I'm able to be vulnerable, transparent. Tell me, hey, <laughs> X, Y, and Z. And I'm able to really accept that, yeah. like, okay, X, Y, and Z. Okay, how can I fix that? How can I change? That has been the absolute most positive thing in my entire life because I feel like the person I am today, yeah. oh my God, yeah. she is amazing. Yeah. Compared, especially compared to who I used to be, especially thinking about the business aspects and just mm-hmm. trying to grow as a person but feeling stuck and not right. knowing why. It's because mm-hmm. I couldn't look in. Right, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes they'll help me rip my eyebrows to the side and look inside this cranium. And, and just really think about the things that I was putting out into yeah. the universe. You yeah. know, everything that I'm picking at or whatever, is that a reflection of me? Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So really yeah. being able to see that, it's crazy. And it's, it's not just me. Like, for the past six months, all year, right. everybody's, oh, you're glowing. You're, and it's like, it's showing because I'm really, truly... Right. Getting to the core of who right. I truly yeah. am, and I found her. Yeah. You know, That's and dope. I'm happy with her, and I wouldn't have been able to find her without Jontel constantly helping me just like self reflect, like be honest with yourself. Yeah. Those consistent conversations of being honest with yourself only leads to who you are. Right, right. Yeah. I, 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 well, thank you, Angel. <laughs> you saved me. No, but just to add to that, I think this partnership for us has really been so yeah. successful, not only in business, but our personal growth. Right. I mean, you know, for me, it's like Imani and our partnership has made me step into more of the leader that I am and really okay. being able to, you know, value the gifts that I have, but also too to not be ashamed of it or be scared, you know, one thing with Imani that we always, you know, talk about is like me being transparent and open and yeah. telling you, but not feeling like because I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right, so right. I never want to be have it taken the wrong way. So um, for me, it's like knowing that you don't need to hold back with anything, yeah. any relationship. That's super important for us. So like from this relationship to all the other ones that I have my continuous growth is really being able to not hold back, to be able to say what's on my mind, to not hold things in, you Mm -hmm. know, because it will always fester. And that is counterproductive to what we are doing, which the ultimate goal is growth and success. And so that's really been so monumental to me. And also, too, another thing is dealing with different personalities. I think that's that was really it because I I was able to see someone in a business aspect because I you know we talk about I have personal friends that you know Mm -hmm. may have the same characteristics but again when you're a friend I don't I do make the same decision I won't deal with you for a certain period but with this we don't have a choice so it really made me grow as an adult honestly and a professional be like to be like that you are going to to encounter people that think totally different than yeah. you. Yeah. But how do you overcome that? And how do you communicate effectively and really grow? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, how has community helped push y'all forward? Like, I know you'll be doing your thing out with um, Sweetville and you're out at Boogaloo and you're yeah. selling your clothes and all of this amazing stuff. Same thing for you, you right, money. Right. You're out and in y'all individuals, brands, and collectively, like, has community been, like, a huge support for you all to, like, move forward, or? 
Well, I'll say one thing on that because um, actually in one of my internships during college a while ago, okay. uh, my former boss, she told me that she gave me really great advice. She said, you will not get more support than what you would get right now while you're in school. Meaning as far as if there was a teacher that I needed help or when you're looking for a mentor and stuff, yeah. because people will help you when they don't think you're a threat. Right. So actually outside of us growing as professionals, we don't get as much support with people that you would normally you think. think. So yeah. that's where the community point comes in, and that's where networking comes in. And right. that's where networking at environments that are totally different than what you would yeah. normally be at, that's when it matters because you really get support from people who are outside of your immediate network. And that's really what I found in doing work. And you mentioned Boogaloo's, you mentioned other businesses, but that was me going outside or us going outside of our immediate network. Mm -hmm. And one thing Imani always points out is even when we're adding new people to the team and as we're growing, the new people, we don't really want them to be people we already know. No, right. We, we want it to be people that are outside of our immediate network because we're trying to grow and we're trying to get into circles that we're not already in right. because then again that's counterproductive i already know you so what what value, value yeah. are you bringing to this so um networking is so important but networking outside of your immediate network and networking up yeah, yeah. networking up that. with people that can give you stuff yeah i love that you it. Don't already have <laughs> right right and that makes sense because i mean you may be doing business with someone you know, but what value is it if y'all are in the same circle and y'all are working around mostly the same people? Same resources, you're sharing the yeah. same audience. I found that with other people too. So yeah. it's, it's really important to have people outside yeah. of what you already have. And I was very strategic about this office. You know, at first I, when yeah. I was thinking about it, I'm like, uh, you know, blah, 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 what I want to do it, blah. and it was like kind of going back and forth, and I was visiting different locations, but one thing I noticed about this, I seen opportunity, yeah. and it's so diverse around here, I'm probably maybe one out of the five of black people, honestly, right, right. that are here, but it also gives you opportunity, like I gain new clients here, you know, who work in this space, but like I said, you have to look at everything from a strategy standpoint. Um, and it has to make sense. And like you say, you have to network up because if I would have went with a space that I originally was going to go with, I felt like it was in the same realm of people and things and audience that I do. Nobody in here does marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's just honest. Like we have real estate agents. We have, you know, tech people, coding, creative club, sewing, but nobody did marketing. And I seen an opportunity for it. So I think even with you going out, um, in different fields, other organizations, you know, environments that are not fashion scene yeah. or they're selling clothing, a yeah. boutique or something like that is strategy, is strategic. Yes. Um, and then you're going to a place where people want to get dressed up. They get dressed up to go to. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're into getting dressed. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's one thing that I want to point out. Like, strategy is very important, mm -hmm. um, even when you're considering networking. Like, don't go to networking because it's a highlight or a keynote that you – you will probably never get to really connect exactly. with, exactly. you know, someone because they're popping, because they're, you know, big in the beauty industry or whatever. Right. 
you go to these events where it's just regular degular people who had millions of dollars, but you couldn't tell the it. Dollars. <laughs> if you if you really seriously <laughs> that goes <laughs> find these people, go to these events where there is no keynote speaker or there is no big highlight guest speaker to bring people out because that's the real value in the events. When somebody has to put like a big person on an event flyer and I'm not no shade to anybody, but it's typically because you want to bring that audience and it's a good strategy in a way, but are you really bringing the right people that are connected to you or the people who are just interested in knowing who that person getting is getting in a picture as close as they can exactly. to the person that's being promoted? So I love it. I love it. So, I mean, we're getting close to the end. If you all could sum up like your current journey in one word, what would it be? Evolve. Evolve. This evolution is yeah, your thing. Evolution. <laughs> and I love future for that too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I like solo. Yeah. <laughs> Challenging. Challenging? That doesn't mean it's negative, though. No. Right. You cannot grow without challenging. Yeah, you're right. That. So that's definitely. I like that. Everybody always come on here and give me positive. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. happy, growth. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay. That's but the I fun like part it. of it. But literally, Every day, all the time, I feel like I'm consistently facing challenges, but mm-hmm. you kind of get to a point where sometimes you don't even see it as a challenge. It is when you look at it from a bigger yeah. point of view, but at the time, it just may be like, I have a solution-based mind, so how am I going to yeah. get through this, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I was just talking to Maddie J before y'all, and he mentioned something so stellar like I think I'm gonna just tweet it until I get it through my own head Mm -hmm. but he said like we have to change our mindset and our perspective on things he was like instead of you saying you know I work at McDonald's say that you work at one of the biggest largest burger selling Mm -hmm. places in the world because you do because McDonald's is a global business is a multi-billion dollar company (laughs) right right and yet everybody dumps it down to oh you work at McDonald's (laughs) and it's like when you change your perspective on where you work even in little small instances like that it's Mm -hmm. like when you think about it when you drive through McDonald's not me because I don't go there because I'm not eating whatever whenever y'all driving through just I think it'll give me a new perspective driving by how you treat the workers because they are working for one of the largest global companies companies and the history of you know whatever they're a billion dollar business is it the biggest real estate company i think it is it is they own all of their land yeah and that is so that's so crazy so i thought that was like crazy to throw out perspective yeah so i think i i I didn't ask myself that question but i think it would be perspective like changing your perspective on things so definitely important your mindset is so important and that's really i think with everything yes that's been a major point and imani i know that you definitely realized that that it was about your mind and before you could even conquer it or we're continuing to conquer it she was already putting those messages out like you know whatever book she could read or whatever but it's true when we talk about the secret and all that stuff it's literally about your perspective. It's mm-hmm. about your mindset. It's really about making the commitment that you're going to make it through no matter what. Yeah. That, yeah. That's dope. The mind is, girl, this thing's serious. It's serious. Yeah. That's this. It'll take you out or, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we have complete control, though. Yeah. yeah. We, just, we just don't know it. We psych ourselves out of it. And I think in business, especially with me, like I um, 
just this little side note, quit my full-time job two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was literally two years ago because it's July. That was the craziest moment of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, have that many clients. Ah. Yeah. yeah, and you just kind of have to yeah. keep rolling with the punches. Literally, guys, just hang in there and really focus on who you are, what you're doing, mm-hmm. and just keep pushing forward. Yeah, I think it's important because, yeah, I quit my job and I'm always like, should I go back? And, like, you know, you do an application or two and you don't get hired. And I'm like, oh, God, I know I'm hireable, so maybe I'm not supposed to be hired. Exactly. (laughs) No, and to speak on that, I definitely believe that because, you know, I'm in a position, too, where I recently walked away from corporate America, finishing a really big contract. Instead of me putting all that energy to go get a really higher Mm -hmm. position and do all that, it's like, why not put that energy back yeah, into our stuff? Yeah. And, you know, for you too, with saying, you know, applying and, and that's the decision for me to make is like, I know that I am hireable. Mm-hmm. And same thing with um, you. You know that you're mm-hmm. hireable, uh, but you don't get this time back to really yeah. invest all yeah. into your business. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, might as well go ahead and yeah. give and, your all. And I think when you're walking in your purpose and you mm-hmm. and you finally give God your yes, He's not going to turn around and say, okay, I'm going to give you these positions. Like, I feel like my time for applying for jobs was, like, when I really left my job. When I said, okay, I'm done working. And that was when I gave God my yes. So, it'll be like, for him, it'll be like, well, wait, buddy. We halfway down the road. It's no way I'm taking you back. Mm -hmm. So, I think, you know, always applying for jobs. And I don't do it often, guys. So, I don't think I'm, like, over here, like... (laughs) crazy but it's like in those moments where it feels hard yeah. and you just want an outlet that feels easy those constant reminders of not getting calls back it's like Tayani, just do what's hard like mm-hmm. you don't want to deal with your crazy clients then get rid of them or just like suck it up like you said look at yourself because ultimately i had to change my mindset that was a big thing mm-hmm. you are working for them like you know you are you you're producing they're paying you for a service that you have mm-hmm. and you're working for them but it's more in a contractual way that's under your business so mm-hmm. you know i have to humble myself sometimes because i'm like you do you not know that i can get rid of you like yeah. but it's like okay Tiny, yeah that's not the mindset to have because ultimately this is how your business grows so yes guys i've enjoyed this conversation we're gonna have to get back hopefully we didn't offend anybody you know we support the jobs the hobbies the businesses Mm -hmm. (laughs) but seriously some things are just hobbies yeah yeah if you're not making money and it's not shade to anybody but your goal should be to create revenue exactly you should be generating revenue it's not just all about the glitz and the glam exactly you know and it can it. it could be a profitable hobby in a way that you're making a little bit but it's like until you're really like you said covering your expenses able to really stay afloat and you're not taking money out of your personal pocket Mm -hmm. um it's a hobby and it's okay for it to be a hobby but now it's time for you to get in a mindset of how can I make this a business because even a lot of people with businesses they um, control their businesses like hobbies. Like you right. treat your business like a hobby yeah. because your customer service lacks. You know, yeah. you you're <laughs> acting like because somebody asking you for what they pay for is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't ask you to come outside and play kickball with me. Like I, just I paid you for a problem. <laughs> right. Like so. I mean, it's just a mindset thing, even yeah. in the business. So, like, is there any last words or advice you would like to give? If not, how can they find you all? Support you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Definitely just, uh, I always want to say it's my last thing, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be a boss and all that other stuff, but really too, I think a goal is really being able to put your people in positions to win and yes. really being able to put people in positions to make money as well. Yeah. Um, but just lastly for me and us, you can find us at nvrchpr on social media all social media platforms our website is nvrchpr.com our personal brands well my personal brand is sweetie j that's s-w-e-e-t-y with j with two y's j-a-y-y and of course love sweetieville you can always find me on there as well for some positive um, yes. affirmations and, and really getting women to get to know themselves, grow themselves, and ultimately love themselves. I love it. And for some really cute, cute, cute clothes. Yeah. Yes. Well, she forgot you. that. Right. She forgot that. <laughs> and yes, guys, back to Imani. You can follow me um, business-wise on all those platforms that Jontel just said, New Rouge PR, NBRCHPR. And then my um, personal Instagram is going to be Imani underscore Mani Allure, sorry, I just changed it. So that's M-A-N-I-A-L-L-U-R-E. And then finally, if you need some beautiful lash extensions, yes. makeup, or facials, you can follow me on It's Alluring Beauty. Yes, I love it. I love it. Like I said, their content is dope, guys. Um, I stalk their page probably once a week. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> oh, well, sh- thank you so much about content, but we do want to give a shout out to our creative director, yes. Tia, Tia, and she really is the person who we give her these concepts, especially with our yeah. page and our our biz, our, our brands that we represent, mm-hmm. and she really has been able to create beautiful, cohesive imagery that we really have a lot to work with when yeah. it comes to you thank know you our Tia, brand girl. thank you Tia yeah, it, looks, sure. it looks dope Tia thank you <laughs> well, thanks for having us yes well, awesome. yes guys so thank you so much for being a part of today's show you all have been a blessing and I hope that you all like can see how y'all compliment each other and love each yeah, other sure. um, takeaways and how to connect with Imani and Jontel will be in the show notes And listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh.com for upcoming episodes. Remember, Posh Pads Houston tickets are still available. You can purchase those online as well, August 2nd through the 4th for a 48-hour retreat. You will not forget, this retreat is about coming as you are and leaving full. Also, take advantage of our one-hour strategy and planning calls by signing up today. This is the last month that we're doing calls, guys. We're going into a different direction, but if you still want to take advantage, use code Posh Talks Podcast to receive a special discount. During this call, you will gain the creativity and clarity to launch your dream project, marketing strategies, and identifying market opportunities. Again, book online at www.intentionallyposh.com. Lastly, our 90-day dream course is now live. Sign up to receive private intense coaching as well as 24-7 support. You will learn how to ditch the worker's mentality, the key to running your business like a CEO, social media strategies, and lastly, when to scale, how to sell and grow. We thank you again for listening, and until next time, have a high High Vibe Intentional Week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.